into this little sleepy town on their death machines and take all your freaking heads off with one swift swoop of their guitars, motherfucker! Yeah, look here, you... 12 a.m. Monday. Fuck you, Hickey. If you want to, the rest of my
your mind in a beautiful state of rest by repeating the words cancel cancel and in so doing you negate the power of the words that they're using as you're developing your powers of concentration in Mexico should go to benefit the people of Chiapas, Mexico and not a bunch of pseudo-bohemian honky hippies sitting around in coffee shops and mother freaking Tucson, Arizona and it goes like this
This is a flat black plastic show that you're listening to on mutinyradio.fm. Please revel in the power of the naked cult. Oh, I always wanted to be a rock and roll singer.
fucking great. I know, what's the problem? And if you... (laughs) And I look at her and I wonder how many miles of cocaine have been sucked into that pretty little head of her. And I wonder how many penises have been in Oliver or Rafa says And I know that I've already heard her life story from a thousand
you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and your body starts to get sick and tired of fixing all them holes nothing but sludge and scant amino acids were produced in the latin it's dinosaur terrible lizard dinosaurs have always lived with man on this planet see this world is not my home i'm just a passing through this is a junkyard compared to what it used to be and compared to what it's going to be haven't you ever watched the squirrels out there playing in the yard and wish you could go pick them up and pet them? But they won't let you. They're scared of you. Today, everything is it's terrible. The sufferings in this world. The whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain. Heaven and all, God, why all this suffering? Oh, hey, folks. That's not God's fault. Lo, now, his strength is in his loins, and his force is in the navel of his belly.
suffering that goes on in this world. You see, dinosaurs have always lived with man folks. We didn't brainwash about all this junk of dinosaurs living. Satan using dinosaurs to destroy people's confidence. Wild animals never get canceled.
Somebody's lying to you, okay? So maybe we started off as people and evolved into paramecium's. Uh -huh. Try that one on. Anyway. Check your money order to Revolution Care at the Naked Cult of Hickey, 2864 24th Street, Suite A, San Francisco, California, 94110. Be the first on your block to kill a cop. A lot of six to eight years for delivery. We also offer a variety of seven-inch records and punk rock t-shirts to satisfy all of your alternative needs.
This is a flat black plastic show on Mutiny Radio. Dot at them. Please continue to listen. It will make you a better person. <laughs> it's called the prettiest junkie in town. Kids will listen if you let us tell it like it is.
says she's sick of hitting on straight girls And I must say that I fucking job and my girlfriend almost killed herself. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I've been taking pills all day. I'm so fucked up. Tomorrow night, I think I'm gonna end it all by going to see Black Flag at the Fleetwood in Redondo Beach. They play with the Mau Mau's and the Chiefs and Vicious Circle and the, and the Screws and the Descendants and... It's gonna cost four dollars. I don't know where the fuck I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna probably gonna have to steal the money or something. I don't care. What the hell, you know? Like, I just, I think I'm just gonna end it all with Black Flag tomorrow at the Fleetwood. I hope all you punk ass motherfuckers gonna be there too because I just, I'm gonna end it fucking all, man. Tomorrow. I'm fucking damaged, I'm so fed up! Tomorrow night, I'm gonna end it all with Black Flag at the goddamn Fleetwood! Madonna Beach! I can't take it anymore! Starwood. Brothers and sisters, you must creepy crawl the Starwood. The Starwood must be creepy crawled. Black Flag at the Starwood this Tuesday, November 18th. This is Spot reporting from inside the Starwood. By the looks of things, this place needs to be creepy crawled. Watch for the new SST record 12-inch EP from Black Flag with Jealous Again, Revenge, White Minority, No Values, and... You don't have anything against me, do you? 
Remember, Black Flag, Eddie and the Subtitles, and the Minutemen, this Tuesday. There's no shelter. There's no place to hide. If they want you, they're gonna get you. David, the gorillas are knocking your door down. Dedicated to those who wish it was an act. David, we hear you got this black flag group here on January 6th and 7th at the Starwood. But, but Vito, I, I can explain. We've seen the black flag records in all the stores. Do you know what you're getting the Starwood into, David? Chief Gates says this is gonna cost a whole organization plenty. We don't need this. But, but I'm sure we'll have a nice bunch of well-behaved kids on the 6th and 7th, Vito. They better be. If not, Shorty here will fix you up with a pair of cement sneakers. Yeah, sure, boss. <laughs> Shut up! I'm oh, sorry, boss. Yeah! It's a big pond and it must be hard to swim with those things on, I bet. I like the song, though. Black Flag at the Star with January 6th and 7th. And get the new five-song Black Flag EP, Jealous Again, on SST Records. And David, we'll be talking to you later. Hey, Mel, were you at the last Black Flag gig? No, mugger, why? Because there was muff crawling all over the place. I know, I don't understand it. All the good muff loves Black Flag. Yeah, and Black Flag's playing at the Stardust Ballroom Wednesday night, February 11th. Isn't that at 5612 Sunset Boulevard? Yeah, just one block east of the Hollywood Freeway. You, you guys need to Climax Productions present in concert Black Flag, Fear, The Circle Jerks, China White, and The Minutemen. Wednesday, February 11th, the Stardust Ballroom. Tickets available at Ticketron, Zed, Final Fetish, and Moby Disc. Get there early to see The Minutemen and get their seven songs, seven inch EP on SST Records. Also get the SST Records 12 inch EP from Black Flag with Jealous Again, Revenge, White minority, no values, and you bet. Get in the van! Attention all units, we have a major disturbance at the Stardust Ballroom, 5612 Sunset Boulevard. Hey, this is Unit 47, we got a 10-4 on that. Hey, Frank, is this that black flag group again? Uh, yeah, Joe, 10-4. Chief Gates is in the real uproar. What the hell are we waiting for, then? Let's go down and beat up some of them damn punk rockers. It's not my imagination. I've got a gun on my back. Climax Production present Black Flag, Fear, Circleton, China White, and the Minutemen. Wednesday, February 11th, the Stardust Ballroom, 5612 Sunset Boulevard. And get the SST Records 12-inch EP from Black Flag with Jealous Again, Revenge, White Minority, No Values, and You Bet. Only me.
Association with Phantom and Bungle present Black Flag in the Santa Monica Civic Auditorium Friday, June 19th at 7 p.m. That's Black Flag, The Adolescents, DOA, and The Minutemen. Advanced tickets, $7. Available at Ticketron, Zed Records, Moby Disc, Final Fetish, Boobaz, Slip Disc, Rhino, and the Santa Monica Civic Box Office. Now just wait, wait, wait till I cue you. Hit it, Welcome, brethren, to the Divine Church of Our Lady of Nowhere, America's only punk rock pulpit. God really loves all the martyrs of punctum. God bless your shame little heads. Salam for the Savior, Pogo for the prophecy, or let me hear an amen a one time. Amen! K-Rock, in association with Phantom and Bunko, present Black Flag at the Santa Monica Civic Auditorium, Friday, June 19th at 7 p.m. That's Black Flag, The Adolescents, DOA, and The Minutemen. Advanced tickets, $7. Available at Ticketron, Zed Records, Moby Disc, Vital Fetish, Puba, Slip Disc, Rhino, and the Santa Monica Civic Box Office. Get six-pack, the new Black Flag, 7-inch EP. Don't forget Black Flag's previous recordings, Jealous Again and Nervous Breakdown, and The Minutemen's Paranoid Time. And watch out for The Minutemen and Saccharine Trust debut albums out soon. All on SST Records. So break at the bug spray and do us all a favor. Whoa, whoa, and music's lost its taste and a mental maker. And music, so, 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 and music, so, 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 and music, so, 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 so. Don't get stepped on, get six pack, the new Black Flag, three songs, seven inch EP. K-Rock, in association with Phantom and Bunko, present Black Flag at the Santa Monica Civic Auditorium, Friday, June 19th at 7 p.m. That's Black Flag, The Adolescents, DOA, and The Minutemen. Advanced tickets, $7. Available at Ticketron, Zed Records, Moby Disc, Vinyl Fetish, Booba's, Slip Disc, Rhino, and the Santa Monica Civic Box Office. Hello, this is Adamant, telling you that the ants literally suck. Hi, I'm John Astache for Black Flag. Well, I got no values, nothing to say. I got no values, might as well blow you away. Y'all go to see Black Flag at the Santa Monica Civic this Friday. We'll be expecting y'all. K-Rock, in association with Phantom and Bunker, present Black Flag at the Santa Monica Civic Auditorium, Friday, June 19th at 7 p.m. That's Black Flag, The Adolescents, DOA, and The Minutemen. Advanced tickets, $7. Available at Ticketron, Zed Records, Moby Disc, Final Fetish, Puba, Slip Disc, Rhino, and the Santa Monica Civic Box Office. Get Six Pack, the new Black Flag 7-inch EP. And don't forget Black Flag's previous recordings, Jealous Again and Nervous Breakdown, and The Minutemen's Paranoid Time. And watch out for The Minutemen and Saccharine Trust debut albums out soon, all on on SST Records.
hey, people, my back is hurting, so I'm going to cut this short. But uh, stick around and listen to everything else. It's high noon here on Mutiny Radio. This is the AltaCast. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. I will be joined soon by LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, Win, And uh, we're going to be expecting a phone call today from old dumbface himself, Steve Poggi, calling all the way from Missouri. Excited about that. We might have a, <clears throat> we have a lurker, a lurker in the upstairs area today. My favorite dirtbag, Zach Wiseman, is here lurking about, wearing his, wearing his new shoes. Got new shoes, baby. New, new toms, brightly painted so he won't get hit by a car, wandering the streets at night, because you're a nihilist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There he is. That's true. Definitely believes in abortion because nothing should live. Nope. No lives matter. Remember no that. No lives matter. You think your life matters, you're an arrogant idiot. Yeah, no lives matter. No, it's true. I uh, All the time, I just have to remind myself that I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nothing nobody. It's fine. We all are. Woo. Just living in San Francisco as a nothing nobody. It's great. Uh, today, our... Uh, special rap by Hot Dirty P and the Sheriff is going to be about Mike Pence, our Vice President of the United States. What wonderful sexist things he has said. He is really interested in the inside of my uterus and he's interested in gay people. I feel like he might be a trans woman. He's gay and he wants to have a uterus because he's so concerned about what all the women in Indiana were doing with their uteruses. And my favorite thing he did was make, uh, a, when you have an abortion, you have to have a tiny, tiny funeral, funeral, tiny, tiny caskets. <laughs> I was really excited actually, because I thought it would oh, be really great. good for dollhouse makers, you know, like right. people that made dollhouse furniture from scratch. I've done that before, glued things on, gotten all anal, because I had a lot to do with my time. I had nothing to do with my time, so I was making dollhouse furniture, of course. So I would love to make baby coffins. I feel like it would be an Etsy project that I could make a lot of money on with the ladies in Indiana because, you know, like finding out like what what the ladies' uterus was like, maybe decoupaging it with some sparkly red sequins, and you know, you dump the little blood clot in there, little clumpy. It's been sucked out of your uterus with a vacuum. Take that. Yeah, idiots. He's an idiot. And he still he believes in Jesus. Yay. Not that believing in Jesus makes you an idiot. Like, but kinda. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kinda. 
but kinda. Listen to some Call Me Tim later. Uh, hey, so Jesus, Jesus is the Elron Hubbard of fucking two thousand years ago. Right. He came up with the well. No, see, no, that's not Jesus. L. Ron Hubbard knew that he was right. Like, the whole thing with L. Ron Hubbard is he and Isaac Asimov had a bet to see who could write a fictional story yeah. that people would believe. And, uh, and L. Ron Hubbard won. He won big time. <laughs> and now they're making, I mean, what was that terrible? Well, how do you know that wasn't, that wasn't uh, Jesus and Muhammad? They're like, yeah, I bet I, could, I bet I could do it. Because Jesus wasn't into money. He wasn't a capitalist pig dog that started a religion just so maybe it was a gentleman's bet the gentleman's bet between muhammad and jesus Uh who can make the biggest i'm gonna make him walk around this weird pill i'm gonna make millions of people walk counterclockwise or clockwise i don't even know (laughs) which way they walk around millions of people we're gonna make it their goal in life to walk around this thing seven times you know it's so scary i don't deal well with crowd dynamics so i'm sorry i'm never going to mecca uh, so we'll start today with the uh, socialist news coming to you uh, from Narl. Not that Narl, not that Narl is socialist, but this show is a socialist show, and I give you the news based off things that I'm interested in. And what is that? Number one, abortion, keep it legal. And number two, drugs, legalize them. Legalize them, yeah. Drugs. We should start with drugs, just because. Zach's here and he doesn't care about uteruses. Nope, or babies. Or babies. Uh, this was just released yesterday. Homeland Security Chief Marijuana Possession is Grounds for Deportation. <gasps> Surprise! Really? Could, wait, so I could have some weed and then get a vacation out of it? Right. Well, you're not, but you're not, uh, you're not, you're. Sadly, you were born in Alaska, which, although I think we wish it was another country that we didn't have to take from. Hmm. Uh, but. You were born in Alaska, so you're an American, so you will not be deported. Maybe they could deport you back to Alaska. That'd be cool. To be with the rest of the people up there, the crazy people. Uh, not that, I mean, it's just, I, they're crazy. I'm sure they have great comedy up there. I'm no. sure there are some great. No. No. Okay. No. Uh, but marijuana deport, possession is grounds for deportation because ICE is the new ISIS. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Right? American ice. American ice. Be scared. Be scared. Um, fear, fear, fear. General Kelly echoes 45 commitment to escalating the drug war. DPA, war on drug, is war on immigrants. Drugs, war on drugs is war on immigrants. Sad face. Uh, in a speech yesterday, Homeland Security Secretary John Kelly announced that the 45 administration would use marijuana possession as a reason for deporting immigrants. ICE will continue to use marijuana possession, distribution, and convictions as essential elements as they build their deportation removal apprehension packages for targeted operations against illegal aliens living in the United States, he said. Marijuana is currently legal under federal law. Oh, currently illegal. I like. I was like, did I read that wrong? Marijuana is currently illegal under federal law, but eight states have legalized it for adult use, and 28 states have medical marijuana laws. Individuals following state law would be exposed to deportation. What? Whether it's the construction of a wall or deporting individuals for marijuana possession, the Trump administration has signaled its desire to use the drug war as a tool to persecute immigrants, said Geronimo Saldana, policy manager at Drug Policy Alliance's Office of National Affairs. It's outrageous to think that anyone following medical advice under state law would be subject to deportation. This is insane. Yeah. They can come into California. This is insane. So the federal ICE can come into California. This is going to be so bad because 
this like totally the whole the whole um, 911 uh, Good Samaritan law that we've put into effect in California and a bunch of other states that basically negates that again and says so the 911 law is if, some, if someone's overdosing from heroin or they're dying from a drug something if you call 911 they will not prosecute you and you'll be okay but now they're saying if marijuana is grounds for deportation that is so fucked up that means that Anything is ground. So if someone does the 911 call and they get there and then they say, oh, where, show me your papers. This is, this is, this your is. papers. Show me your papers. This is awful. Show me your rolling papers. Show what? me those papers, bro. Show me your rolling papers. Bro, oh, yay. Papers. LaToya's here. Oh, she's changed her hair again. Yay. <laughs> so just to catch you up, LaToya, um, the... Homeland Security chief just said mar- yesterday, marijuana. Oh, thanks. Marijuana possession is grounds for deportation. <laughs> so that's happening now. So that's happening. Uh, we'll we'll keep going. Uh, the Trump administration has nefariously used the drug war as a way of tagging immigrants, and yesterday's statement is merely another example of this tactic. Uniquely, though, the desire to deport people for marijuana use demonstrates the conflict between state and federal law on marijuana and the necessity to end federal prohibition. We hear talk about ending the state versus federal conflict on marijuana laws to fix the banking and tax problems, said Saldana. But the Kelly statement shows that there are far more dramatic consequences for our nation's disastrous drug policy. Under the Obama administration's simple drug possession was not a priority offense. Taken alongside recent statements and actions by Attorney General Jeff Sessions, it is clear that the drug war is being escalated. Recently, Republican Raul Grisalva, Democrat Arizona, reintroduced the Veteran Visa and Protection Act, which would establish a visa program allowing certain deported veterans to re-enter the United States as lawful permanent residents. They would also be eligible for the existing naturalization process for military service and will regain access to their military and veteran benefits. The bill will also stop the deportation of eligible veterans who are currently in removal proceedings. That's insane that people who have served not that I like the military. I fucking hate it and it makes me angry and it's awful. I mean you still did the thing for the country right? And now they can deport them like you fought for our country. Now get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. See, I wonder how many people they're going to get if we have World War Three. You know, well, it's coming. It's, uh, it is so scary. I know. Well, well who's, who's going to want to be a part of that draft? I can't even flee to Canada because I have DUIs. Yeah, I can't flee. To, I, have a, I have a DUI, too. I can't flee to Canada. Either. I just Mexico. two and a half acres in the desert at Death Valley. We can Did all you? go there, yeah. Cool, dude. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, we can start a cult. We got to be. Can we wear Nike? Apparently, it's the size of uh, 32 and a half tennis courts. Wow. Yeah. How much? Uh, $100. Uh, <laughs> 2000 oh, That's a really good deal. That's, that's a really good deal. Yeah. They're slashing prices. <laughs> yeah. no, it's, it's, Do you have to pay property tax now? $11 a year. Wow. Can you afford that? Uh, I could probably do that panhandling, right? That's like on the highway news. that one car drives on. Yeah, I every wish now I could make then. fucking eleven dollars panhandling. I could probably make eleven dollars a year with a metal detector walking around on my property. That is a dropping shit you in Death Valley. Ex- You're just gonna find well, the dead only, people. Yeah, oh, or yeah. or hidden or hidden drugs or hidden money. Yeah. Because when people do bad things and they get in trouble, they hide yeah. things. You might yeah. Jimmy they Hoffa. hide them in the desert. There's a weird mine dead out bodies. there. That uh, they say K2 
they can't find parts of. I was just reading about the uh, territory on uh, Wikipedia. There's Let's a weird, go out there. There's a weird. Mo- I'm going out. Sounds there. like oh, sounds like you're gonna find some silver in them hills. Can I come? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to go to Death Valley. Fuck right. yeah. It'll, you know, start your own Burning Man. It's gonna be great. I mean, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, out there. We are going to burn a man. <laughs> Actually, I mean, we're going to start fires and shoot guns, but. That, uh, yeah. yeah. Sounds like fun. I prefer the cult idea. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, we, I mean, can it's I have Kool Aid? Kumbaya. I just want. Another like, Kumbaya. I want like a modern, like, Jedi robe because I'll sunburn easy. Right. No, no, no. That's absolutely right. Uh, linen is a really good fabric that breathes and yeah. is really. Um, yeah. You could I, have I like a sun hat and a tent and a thermo rest. Right. Yeah. You've got it. You've got it all together. Yeah. And I mean, it'll be just like, it'll be just like Mexico. Where, that's the thing is, I don't think it'd be so bad to be deported. Mexico's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Mexico's cool. We could build a tunnel from my property to Mexico. Wow. Ooh, that's, that's a, that's idea. a big tunnel though. That's yeah. a big long tunnel. Cause death Valley is not that close. To no, no, no. It's not death Valley. I'm sorry. It's Barrejo Springs. Death Valley was the other one I was looking at. Oh, Barrejo okay. Springs is prettier. Wow. Um, it's uh, ever been to Anza Barrejo State Park in San Diego? Probably. Yeah. I don't oh, really? Know. Yeah. Dude, let's totally build a drug tunnel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's not build a drug tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now Zach can find a different name for his asshole. Is that he calls it the drug tunnel? Yeah. Oh, that was. <laughs> sure? Oh, I yep. get it. Sure that did. was the uh-huh. joke. That was Speaking good. of tunnels, uh, uh, they are the Immigrant Defense Project. Uh, according to the Immigrant <laughs> Defense Project, one out of every four criminal removals. Okay, wait. According to the Immigrant Defense Project, one out of every four quote unquote criminal removals, over 250,000 deportations, involved a person whose most serious conviction was for drug offense. Last year, Human Rights Watch released a report on drug deportations, noting that thousands of families in the United States have been torn apart in recent years by detention and deportation for drug offenses. And last week, the ACLU released a report noting that veterans who have served the country as lawful permanent residents have been subject to draconian immigration laws that reclassified many minor offenses as deportable crimes and were effectively banished from this country. And over marijuana. This is just so crazy to me. There have also been moves at the state level to prevent law enforcement from documenting misdemeanor drug crimes and therefore exposing immigrants to harsh deportation proceedings. The New York State Assembly passed legislation that creates a process for sealing the criminal records of people arrested for simple possession of marijuana in public view, providing a measure of protection for immigrants by making it difficult or impossible for immigration authorities to meet their legal burden of proof for a judge to find lawful permanent residents deportable. So in New York, if you have a joint, this happened to my friend. She was in Brooklyn and there was a park and we're in the center of the park. I, I wasn't there, but she, I, she walked me through the park and told me about it. But she lit up a joint, took a drag and a cop car came off the street into the park and stopped in front of her and arrested her handcuffs for a joint. This is oh, recently? Yeah. This is like uh, yeah. five years ago in New York. Uh, no, uh, New York is uh, weird as hell because like you, you, people, you'd be in a bar. I went to two different bars, two different trips in New York, and uh, both times I would be in a bathroom and somebody would leave a courtesy line of cocaine on the back of the toilet. Everywhere you go, people are offering you bumps. And I think that has to do with, I think there's more coke there because everything stays awake for so long. I mean, the, the bars are open until 5 a.m. But we, you want you ask people it's, like where to get weed? They act like you're buying coke here. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I it's like easier to things. get coke than it is to have weed in a in a public place. Well, because they used to have a stop and frisk thing. They've stopped right. that in New York. But they used to be able to stop and frisk you for any reason. And if they found any 
any uh, marijuana, it's a misdemeanor. And now they're saying that misdemeanors are deportable offenses, which is insane to me because misdemeanors are pretty fucking easy to get. Yeah. Like uh-huh. the the police can decide you're doing something wrong whenever they fucking want to decide you're doing something wrong. Yeah, they'll find something. The, the, yeah, they'll find something. something. Something's going on. Everyone's doing something against the law at some point. Like yeah, even the cops. You, I, I had a cop with a headlight out pull me over for having a headlight out and give me a ticket for having a headlight out. That, Did you write that him is a ticket? Pure irony. You should have wrote him a ticket as well. I said your headlights out. Yeah, but if you <laughs> if you try to be funny or you try to do anything with them, then they treat you even shittier. Yeah. Like that if is you true. try to have a sense of humor or you try to do anything except act like a mouse and like a yes sir, no sir, yes, yes ma'am, boss. no ma'am, of Yo, course, no of course. If you try to talk to them at all, they go, well, why are you arguing with me? And you exactly. say, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just trying to say, well, no, you're arguing with me. Sit down. Like they. They really, it is not, I, uh, they just have, have no, to say, have no I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Whatever you no, think I did, I, got, I did it. I don't know. I uh, almost got a DUI one time. I was drunk. I was drunk and I pulled into this, uh, it was like a gated community thing in Vegas. They have a bunch of those, right? And I just pulled into the thing to turn around and see where I was going. And there was two motorcycle cops, but I already had pulled in. So I'm like behind right. them. They're like uh, 20 feet in front of me and I know they're going to loop around and they do, right? Some guy comes around and he's got his, you know, bright light in my eyes and I'm not even looking at him. I'm like answering his questions still like checking my GPS thing. He's like, why aren't you looking at me? And I just looked directly at the light and I was like, it's bright. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, you have a good night. <laughs> See, I, I wish that, yeah. <laughs> That that right there, Aww. that's the white privilege. Because when I told a joke yeah, and made fun probably. of, made fun of the stadies, uh, we called them sta- uh, the state trooper stadies where I'm in Chicago. Um, I was making fun of them about going to Dave Matthews concert, and I started laughing uh, because I'm like, you guys are really going to Dave Matthews concert? Why? <laughs> it's, why was that shit um, in my report uh, when oh. I went to the uh, to judge? <laughs> The judge, <laughs> I could laugh about this now, um, but the judge was uh, like, so what is this thing you're making fun of the officers about a Dave Matthews concert? And I was like, yes, I was. That's all I got to yeah, say about yeah, that. I was absolutely. just like, wow. I was, so much for the sense of humor, fucking yeah. cops. It's like if you're, in the, if you're a cop or maybe even in the military, it's just like you're already kind of just a fucking idiot anyways. Yeah, um, yeah. Like you maybe graduated high school. <laughs> um, That's yeah. funny right there. Yeah. You, yeah, because you're not And right. you're probably angry at the rest of the world and you got a gun and you got the right to use it. <laughs> I'm angry at the world, but I try to only take it out on small children. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm really nice to kids. I, I, gave, I give them cookies behind their parents' back all the time. That's how you befriend a child. It's so easy. Just cookies all the time. Sweet or or you know marijuana. Just kidding. I would never give a child marijuana. I would. I I wouldn't. The only time. I mean, they can't. They can't get. I mean, it's been ten years since I did this. More than that. But when I was twenty five years old, I was teaching uh, continuation high school in Davis, California, and it was it wasn't continuation in the normal sense. It was like girls who were had babies and they were in trouble. And it was through it was through Clinton. So they had to sign off on 40 hours a week and that's how they got their welfare check. But they had to come to my classroom. Anyways, there was a girl who was like 16 and I actually became kind of like friends with her because I was, I was 23, 24, 25 in that age. But we were hanging out and she was like, will you sell me weed? <laughs> and so I sold her weed once and then I asked her once when I did some, I'm like, will you sell me weed? <laughs> so we had bought, we bought weed off each other, which is like terrible. That's uh, it's, it's, she's 16, whatever. 
I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a I'm a terrible person. Uh, but they can't. You guys, you can't. If anyone, if anyone, law enforcement is listening to this, this is way back in the day. This I, is back in the nineties. Don't sell weed. Statue of limitations. Statue of limitations. Uh, they and can't. If you but are law me. enforcement, uh, letters form words, and those <laughs> form sentences, and sentences form paragraphs. Right. <laughs> that happens. Yeah. It's always great when a cop's like, "That's the law," and someone's like, "That is not the law. The That's law the- is actually." And they're like, "Well, I read one of my police reports once, and uh, they had written that I was born in 1908." And, uh, <laughs> And they said that it was a narcotics DUI and they didn't like list. I didn't have anything on me. And I was asking, I was like, what narcotics do I have? You know, and can, can I have the, where, uh, yeah, what narcotics no, do I have? Yeah, Tell just, me. Yeah. And then, I'd love them. Uh, yeah, no, it was. 19 away. <laughs> yeah. I said it was born. And he read me the fucking, uh, Miranda, um, off of uh, off his iPhone, he had to Google wow. Miranda. Wow! Like I, I don't even. I, could, I bet you, I could get to. You, I bet you, I know at least seventy five percent of it. Sure, I'm sure we all do. I bet yeah. the four of us together could easily put it all together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, oh, we'll finish this real quick. With this is the Drug Policy Alliance. By the way, go like them on Facebook and uh, donate to them. But don't donate to them ap- until after you've donated to Mutiny Radio with the donate button on the side of our thing. Uh, there have also been moves at the state level to prevent law enforcement from documenting misdemeanor drug crimes and therefore exposing immigrants to harsh deportations proceedings. The New York State Assembly passed legislation. Oh, marijuana public view. I already did this one. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, No, I didn't. Sealing criminal records uh, for marijuana and public view, providing a measure of protection for immigrants. Uh, Here we go. Often these arrests were the result of stop and frisk encounters targeting young people of color and immigrant New Yorkers with minor records have already been deported under ICE under Trump's administration crackdown. The California State Assembly is currently considering a bill that protects Californians who are operating lawfully under state marijuana laws by providing that absent of a court order, local and state agencies, including regulators of law enforcement, shall not use agency resources to assist in any federal enforcement against state authorized medical cannabis or commercial or non-commercial marijuana activity. Basically, California is saying, get the fuck out of here, federal. It is unconscionable that immigrants are being targeted and deported for simple possession of marijuana, and it's especially egregious in the states that have legal framework for marijuana. States and municipalities must stand against this type of fear-mongering and protect their residents, said Melissa Moore, deputy director for the Drug Policy Alliance's New York your, office. That's that's my that's Jonathan's sister. Look how smart she is. Let me read her quote again. She's so good. It is unconscionable that immigrants are being targeted and deported for simple possession of marijuana. And it's especially egregious in the states that have a legal framework for marijuana. States and municipalities must stand against this type of fear-mongering and protect their residents, said Melissa Moore. Yay, Melissa Moore, yay. Your sister-in-law. Yeah, well, kind of. I mean, she's... uh, But it's absolutely true. We gotta... I mean... What is, like, really, what is Jeff Sessions' accomplishment? I mean, going back... I mean, because that, that's who, he, I mean, i mean, come on. that This is him. Well, yeah, it's the Homeland Security Chief, but of course it's coming down from the, from the Attorney General. Yeah. Because they're like the, whatever, top dog, and then it, it, all, it all boils down. It's because, I mean, this, why, why are we saying get immigrants out? This is, this is like all this whole want more white 45 people. thing. Well, but, <laughs> what's, I mean, what do we. Blacks in jail. Do we really think, 
do people really think that if we get rid of immigrants that Americans are going to want those jobs? Fuck no. No. Like, no. Try, to no. Get, try to get a 17-year-old to do anything, but to pick <laughs> strawberries? Like, I couldn't even get a 19-year-old I was working with at a pot dispensary type thing. I mean, they all they want to do is look at their iPhones. They're not going to do anything. We're, we're never going to eat strawberries again. And I don't want to be racist by saying that, but for some reason, we've we've changed labor in this country, and Americans think they're too fucking good for too fucking much stuff. the standard of living is really nice here. Like, it's fucking nice. This place is really nice to live. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all the dumb shit aside, this, it's pretty dope. Right. You don't have to do shit. You can go to an office and type on a computer, and then if your house catches on fire, someone will put it out for you. Right. That's fucking insane to me. But that's that's the world we live in, you know. So those people aren't going to go. I mean, the the migrant workers that come up here, they had it was hard. It was fucking hard the whole time. And they're like, yeah, dude, I'll I'll pick strawberries for money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Because it's more money, I guess, than back home. It's more money, and they're actually. I mean, you can actually make a future here. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, there's no such thing as the American dream anymore. Um, but like, you know, you have to. The reality is that there's a lot of wars going on, and a lot of, especially like with the cartels and stuff going on um, in uh, Central America and uh, Mexico. You know, people are trying to escape that. So, now, here's the thing that makes me crazy. People that work for ICE, you soulless monsters. How do you have children? How do you go home to your nice house and think you're a good or, person? And the DEA. Ripping, yeah, or the DEA. When you are ripping, or the FBI, or the CIA, or some police officers. How dare you? How dare you persecute people that aren't doing anything wrong? Like the ABC. Like the AB oh, motherfucking C. Those yeah, soulless like monsters them. coming in here. Seriously? Why do you try to squash things that are good? Why, why squash free speech and collective thought and joy and wonderment and bands and humor and comedy. Why squash it? Why are you doing that? What you, you joyless soul sucking freaks. And I bet most of them are Christians. And on Sunday they go to church and they sing, to, they sing songs to God and they feel, they feel the spirit move within them. They feel the spirit and they know that Jesus loves them. You know, I don't think a lot of them are Christians. I think a lot of them are alcoholic drug addicts. I, really I don't do. know. I, I don't really know what do. they are, but they are soulless monsters who are taking people's families and lives away. How do you come into someone's house and you go, "You've had a drug misdemeanor. Now I'm going to take you back to wherever." What the fuck? I mean, how does that work? Do like their neighbors rat them out, or do they just have files on everyone? It's it, they're going after misdemeanor. This is what they're saying: is that the Homeland Security is saying that they're looking at misdemeanor drug offenses for people who are even if they're legal residents if they're not actual citizens now they can be deported even if they've been served in the military if they've had a minor drug offense and they aren't illegal like they can be a permanent resident but they're not a legalized citizen ice can take them in and take them away can i throw in a double standard right here okay so you know there's this great um not great but this horrible uh, opioid uh you know epidemic going around so um we want to help those white folks who are strung out on heroin, but uh, we want to deport, uh, let's just say brown people, because we know what this is targeting. People with minor drug offenses, most of the time, <clears throat> marijuana. Right. Well, they should send the heroin addicts to Mexico because heroin's cheaper there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's cleaner. Yeah, let's step on. Yeah, it'd be yes. better for them. 
<laughs> well, harm reduction. It wouldn't it be nice to go actually if we could give people detox in Mexico? You sit by the beach, you right lay around. Actually, in the they sun. have that. They in, have it's a place called DMT called based. They have a place uh, yeah. where we go do DMT and meditate. And oh yeah, yeah. yeah all, all your drug problems can ayahuasca, be cured with Ayahuasca. Yeah, it's ayahuasca DMT. Yeah. They they have you try DMT first to see if you can hang, and then you do like a week long ayahuasca thing. Ayahuasca. Yeah, and that's what it is. I know a couple people that got clean doing. Well, that. how about this? Here's another uh, article. Tuesday, U.S. Sentencing Commission hearing on MDMA and several novel psychoactive substances. Yeah. By the way, I have MDA, MDMA in my purse right nice. now. I, I have just some, rat it myself out. I have some ketamine at home. But well, you should I don't dispose of that immediately. <laughs> High five. <laughs> uh, drug policy lines. Time to reduce the role of criminalization in MDMA and NPS policies. Uh, on Tuesday, April 18th, the U.S. Sentencing Commission uh, held a public hearing that marked a beginning of a two-year process to reconsider the sentencing guidelines for MDMA, as well as a handful of other novel psychoactive substances. Those are called NPSs. It's not non-public school. It's novel psychoactive substances. So DMT would be considered an NPS, a novel psychoactive What's What's like substance. a more serious... What's, what's a psychoactive substance with less novelty? Uh... I don't know if acid would be uh, LSD. Uh, LSD would be still it's a schedule one, but I would think a novel one would be like DMT, ketamine. Well, the problem with DMT uh, is it looks exactly like crack. Um, it does. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, I was. I was. Uh, uh, there was a guy one time uh, <laughs> that was uh, smoking some DMT in the TL in an alley, and um, another man came up and was like, "Yo, give me some of that crack. Give me some of that crack." And we're like, "No, this isn't crack." This isn't. Oh, they were like, no, this isn't crack. This isn't crack. He's like, nah, nah, nah fuck you, sir. We're like, fine. Dude takes a huge rip and just you could watch his mind melt, Aww. like just like, just like he had. Like, well, the aliens. Was not the hit. He Why was do you want to? <laughs> yeah. not... It's like when you uh, take a sip of root beer and you think it's Sprite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's mind blowing. Yeah. So is DMT LSD? No, DMT is. Um, it's dimethyl. Pineal or the perineal? One of them's in your ass, not the ass it's one. It's the pineal gland. It's in. It's like by your. Uh, it's like pure adrenochrome, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's basically what I think Hunter S. Thompson was talking about when he talked about adrenochrome. Yeah, probably. Um, I don't crazy. know if it's Dime. one way or the other, but I think the DMT either triggers the pineal gland to create DMT or. Um, uh, it's like the other way around, but something's happening and they say, I don't know if this is just hippie bullshit, but they say it's the chemical that only gets released when you when you're born and when you die. No, I believe it's released when you sleep as well. Okay. Oh, that's good. DPA has submitted public comment warning the USSC against increasing sentences for people who use or sell novel psychoactive substances. While MAPS Rick Doblin will give a testimony about why current MDMA sentencing policies are inappropriate and counterproductive. We need all those who care about public health and criminal justice reform to raise their voices during this re review process. It's this review process for the next two years, said Stephanie Jones, director of audience engagement at the Drug Policy Alliance, where she heads up the organization organization's safer partying campaign. We'll look at that in a second. 
It's long past time to right the wrongs of MDMA criminalization and ensure we don't repeat the same errors when it comes to other substances. There's a growing consensus it's time to drastically reduce the role of criminalization when it comes to MDMA and other psychoactive substances, she added. The DEA placed MDMA into Schedule 1 in 1985, going against the recommendation of its own administration, administrative law judge and blatantly ignoring that it had been used successfully in psychotherapy for years. In 2001, the situation became even worse when the USSC dramatically increased MDMA sentences, making penalties 500 times more severe than those for marijuana, basing its decision on faulty science that has since been disproven. Over the past three decades, the Multidisciplinary Association of Psychedelic Studies, MAPS, has conducted extensive research demonstrating that MDMA can be used safely and effectively to treat PTSD and other conditions. Yet in most states, mere possession of MDMA is a felony, while those convicted of selling even small amounts of it are subject to sentences that can easily put them behind bars for decades. A key factor driving the USSC to conduct this review are two major federal cases where judges ruled that they did not have to follow the current MDMA sentencing guidelines since they were so out of touch with science and public health. Another factor is the appearance of MDMA analogs like methylone, MDPV, and mephedrone, as well as cannabis analogs, JWH-018 and AM-2201. These five NPS specified as part of the new review are ones that have come up most frequently in criminal cases. The USSC is now tasked with establishing sentencing guidelines where none currently exist it's a so wow i didn't even know so it's it's schedule one correct it's the yeah, mdma is schedule one since 1985 and it's a felony for possession jesus christ well so is so is ketamine so is cocaine anything yeah. schedule one is is a is a felony um but they'll usually throw it out because like yeah heroin it's a fucking schedule one well, right absolutely but are, are you really gonna throw someone in jail because they have personal use heroin on them? Maybe you would. Maybe they do. Well, it's, well, that's a good question to ask, like, right now, especially, like, you know, just talking about the opioid crisis yeah. that's going on. You know. Wow. Wow. So here's what they were talking about with the safer... Uh, this is the Safer Partying Campaign, and this is part of uh, Drug Policy Alliance. Uh, hey, are you a music fan? We love to go out to music festivals and clubs. We listen, we dance, we connect with friends. And whether or not we use alcohol or other drugs, we know they're a part of our scene. We want real talk about drug use. The truth is all drug use carries potential risks and pleasures. And we know that zero tolerance policies and arrests don't stop people from using drugs. We want people to have honest, accurate information to stay safe so we can all enjoy the music and have fun. That's aimed to our Coachella. <laughs> right, yeah. People just, did they just come back from Coachella or did they just People go? People are leaving. Safer partying campaign. Things need to change so that we can have the best going out experience possible. Our safer partying campaign has four goals to get us there. Check them out and add your support for one or all of them. Stop hating on people who use drugs when they go out. We're all out to have a great time and absent any harm to others, there's no need to judge people for how they enjoy themselves. Two, amend the RAVE Rave Act and find other ways to give partygoers access to honest drug education, on-site harm reduction services, and safe settings at every festival concert or a club three make drug checking happen in as many places and forms as possible it saves lives and four stop criminalizing party goers so uh drug checking is a thing like it, it should be you should be able to you know if you have some mdma you should be able to see if there's methamphetamine in it or if there's yeah. like cocaine with yeah 
exactly right. i don't want meth no I you don't coke. and you don't want right you don't you don't want your mdma to be cut with with um ephedrine or with any with any methamphetamines because it's actually a synergistic effect and people don't necessarily know that that when you mix certain drugs it's not one plus one is two it's one plus one is four or one plus one is seven depending on like which drugs you um put together so this is make drug checking happen as many forms as possible it saves lives Drug checking, also known as drug testing, pill testing, or adulterant screening, is a way to determine if a substance is what it's reported to be. Right. So, uh, ecstasydata.org for GCMS test results on a range of substances submitted from the U.S. Uh, you should just you should know what's in your. You should know it. So if you actually go. This is great. This is on ecstasydata.org. You can see the picture of the pill and what it is. So if you've got a Mickey Mouse, it's 2CB and caffeine. Ah, 2CB. Uh, and then you have your MDMAs and where, and it also says where they're found. We've got Vienna, Vienna Austria, Vienna, Austria for all these pills that were made. Um, and you can see exactly what it is. This is crazy. That's cool. Uh, this is Molly or N-ethylpentalone, and you can see it in a little thingy here, and it's from Austin, Texas. Ooh, this one's from San Francisco. Look at that rock. MDMA, yeah, that's from, this is stuff, Purple Molly, Los Angeles. There you go. So it's got all the different, and these are just powders. You can see where they were made and um, what they are. They've got LSD blotter. They've got, um, they've got cocaine, not sold as ecstasy. And where they where they found it online? What's yellow powder? Yellow powder, none detected. I guess it's nothing. So you can go through and you can see all of these um, different things. This one is called Molly. It's in a bag, but it's BKDMBDB and BKMDDMA from New York. I'm really I know. I don't even know what that means. There's this. Um, oh, space rocks. Hey, where where does it say that one? Because that's what. Um, that's uh, Timothy Pizza's talked about space rocks before. He has a joke about it. Uh, it's MDMA, and uh, but they call it different things. It's, this is crazy stuff. Uh, the 4MMC, which is 4-methylmethacanone, is from the United Kingdom. I don't even know what that drug is. 4-FMPH, 4-fluoro-PHP, from Corpus Christi. I have no idea what that is. Um, we are learning. This is a new one, white powder. 3-MEO-PCP. Fake PCP out of Hong Kong, China. Wow. You guys, everybody go. Oh, there's the ketamine and the MDMA. There's this pink ketamine and MDMA. And they don't know where they found it. Anyways, they've got 